right, all right, all right. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode of Carl Buys Houses. My name's Carl Krenzel, your host here today. Your host here to help you get your property sold in the least amount of time. Thank you so much for joining me here today at carlbuyshouses.com or at the podcast, wherever you might be joining us from, whether it be from Apple or Spotify, wherever you're coming to us from. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, what we're going to talk about in this COVID-19 corona, <laughs> coronavirus mess that we're all facing here in Tucson, what we're going to talk about is should you sell your home during a recession? There's five things to consider. And now today what we're going to talk about is this issue of selling your property during a recession, not because we're necessarily in a recession right now, although there are some talk uh, amongst financial analysts and economists that uh, there are signs that we are headed towards a recession if we're not in one already. Challenges, obviously, you never really know if you're in one until you're already in one by about a year or so. But as you know, every single day that goes by, concerns about the coronavirus get a little higher and fears of an impending recession increase. Now, if you're a homeowner here in Tucson and you've been trying to sell your property or thinking about selling your property during the spring season, you might be thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? Well, what I've gone ahead and checked out for you today is an article from Realtor.com. You can go ahead and check this article out at Realtor.com. They were talking about whether or not it is a good idea for you to sell your property during this uh, recession period. This article itself comes from Erica Sweeney. It's dated, ironically enough, today, September, I should say March 17th, St. Patty's Day. Let's just go ahead and uh, ask, uh, go, through this, uh, go through this article together. The first thing it says, it says uh, there's five crucial things to consider. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to go through these five things with you, and I'm going to kind of Say what she says, and I'll give you a little bit of critique as far as to what, how you can apply this to your Tucson situation. First, it says, what happens to home prices during a recession? Now, obviously, you don't have to be a rocket scientist or an economist to know what happens to home prices during a recession. Uh, in this article, she quotes Roger Ma, who is a New York-based financial planner and owner of a uh, particular financial firm. He says that if the market is softer and there's decreased demand, the price that you may able to be able to command may be less than what you would have imagined, he says. Quote, it could be less than what you paid. The net amount that what you receive could be less than the amount you put into it. Now, this brings up an interesting concept. You know, when 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 you're trying to sell your property, if you're honestly, if this is your first time trying to sell a home, you may be new to this. And maybe you might be in a situation where you're trying to sell your property and you find yourself in uncharted territory, right? You might be thinking to yourself, well, gosh, you know, I bought my property, before, you know, after the crash of 2008, the market was pretty good. I got a pretty good deal. Maybe you went out and you bought a short sale. Maybe you bought a foreclosure. You know, I, I see this all the time in my practice, right? People who've bought their properties during really good times or they bought them at a foreclosure sale, a trustee sale. Maybe they got it during an inheritance and they've fixed the property up over time and then they try to sell it. Now, I've done this 23 years now and 
this is not my first rodeo. I'm not trying to say this to brag, but I do want to mention that I've seen this sort of market a couple times. You know, when I first started selling real estate in Charleston, South Carolina, back in 1996, the Base Realignment Commission closed the Charleston Naval Base within my first year of being a realtor. And that first six months of being a realtor, over 6,000 homes came on the market. Now, I want you to imagine if Davis Monthan was to receive a closure notice, what kind of effect would that have on the Tucson marketplace? Now, you can immediately see the repercussions that that has, and that's what you're starting to face here. You know, in, in a recessionary type of environment, if you've not been in this type of environment before where you've sold a property, maybe you're a younger homeowner, that was your first time buying a home, and now you're trying to sell it, and all of a sudden this market is contracting, and you can't find a way to sell your property, well, it's, honestly, people who buy properties don't care how much money you have into it. I, I'm sorry. They don't care. They don't care how much money you put into it. They don't care how much money you owe on it. They don't care how much money you want to get from the sale. So they don't care how much your credit cards are. They don't care what your home equity line of credit is. No, the only thing a buyer is concerned about is getting a good price on the best possible property. In a recessionary environment, you find yourself having problems because literally thousands of other homeowners are trying to attract that same buyer. Now, I want you to, I want you to hear me out from here, okay? I mean this with the most sincere respect and, and the most possible love. When I say to you that you have to become very, very serious about your price if you're trying to sell in a recessionary market, understand your price will go down. Point number two, is the timing right? Is the timing right for you? You know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, or if you've been following along on my blogs at carlbuyshouses.com, or if you go to uh, Sell More Homes Now on YouTube, my YouTube channel there, uh, you'll find all sorts of resources where I've taught real estate agents and investors and homeowners and home buyers the importance of timing. You know, it is critically important that you understand that recessions bring fewer buyers and a drop in the home price. And if a recession hits you and you don't need to sell, well, then it's not a bad idea for you to wait. You know, there's a lot of people making a lot of questions today with regards to real estate and real estate values and what's going to happen. And, you know, if you're not planning on selling your house or your property anytime soon, well, then who cares? <laughs> I mean, honestly, who cares? You're not planning on selling your property. It's worth what you think it's worth. Amen? I mean, if, you, if you're if you not planning on selling your house, okay, the house that I'm currently living in, okay, y'all can Google me. You know where I live. The house I'm currently living in, I can think to myself it's worth a half a million dollars. It's not, but I could think it is. I could think that all day long. Nobody's going to pay me that. 
Therefore, it doesn't really matter what the value is. And therefore, if I'm not planning on selling, it doesn't really matter what my neighbor sells their home for or what the market does because I'm not planning on selling. If you're planning on selling, obviously, that's when it becomes a lot more intimate for you. And when you're listing a home during a recession, you know, there's a lot of people who consider this option. You know, they, they don't have a choice. I mean, they've got a rental property that somebody's torn apart. You know, this reminds me one time, one of my favorite rental stories. I had a rental property one time out in Rita Ranch. I loved this little property. It was out on Via de Ronaldo. So shout out to you if you're living out there in uh, in Rita Ranch, out there in the Paseo de Ronaldo Street area. I had a property out there one time that I had rented out for a number of years. And it was a really good tenant, really good rental. Except the final year, it was a little cold that year. And he decided that he was going to go ahead and change the oil uh, on his motorcycle on the interior of the house. So they, he decided to change the oil in the living room. Uh, unfortunately, he had a little bit of a leak there and managed to leak a lot of oil right there on the uh, carpet. Now, when I uh, got the property back, had a huge oil stain. Didn't really matter to me. I was ripping out the carpet anyway. But nonetheless, you know, it's something to consider because if you're trying to sell your property and you've got an unwanted property, a tenant's moved out, they've damaged it in some way. And let's say you didn't have the money to, to repair it. Maybe it was something more than an oil stain. Maybe it was something like mold. Maybe it was something like, I don't know, drugs. That's another good one, right? Methamphetamine. If you got a drug house that you didn't realize somebody came along and all of a sudden they got a drug house, that could be a problem for you to sell. So if it's issue of timing where you have to sell, well, then you're kind of stuck. You got to do what you got to do. But if you don't have to sell, well, then it might not be a good idea to, to try and sell your property during a recession. Point number three. This again is coming to us. You might want to go ahead and check out Realtor.com. Erica Sweeney wrote this article back on uh, May 17th, 2020. That is today, the day I'm recording this, uh, entitled, Should You Sell Your Home During a Recession? Five Crucial Things to Consider. We're on point number three with two more tips to go. Point number three, are you buying and selling at the same time? Mm, mm, mm. Now, this is a big issue. You know, if you're buying a property right now while you're trying to sell, you know, I, I can I can feel for you, <laughs> okay? I can certainly see how you would be very, very concerned. You see the interest rates starting to plummet. You see the Federal Reserve putting in billions, if now actually trillion dollars a day. Yes, they have committed to a trillion dollars a day were the federal funds to go to the federal bank repo rate, uh, the repo market. Now, in short, what that basically means is the federal government is pumping in or committed to pumping in a trillion dollars a day into our banking market so that they can remain liquid. Why? Well, it seems that there's a lot of people taking money out of the banks and needing to pay bills, uh, payroll, uh, you name it right? Businesses here in Tucson today, for example, bars, gyms, restaurants, closed, right? The only way you're going to be making money out of a bar, right? 
is if you have some kind of carryout business where people can carry out food or maybe you could do delivery, you know, uh, but I don't know that you're going to be doing delivery of a Jack and Coke. So you're going to be somewhat, you know, somewhat uh, uh, limited on what you can do. And if you've got that, you still got servers, you still got waiters and waitresses, people that need to get paid. So what does the bar owner do? Well, hopefully they're taking money out of their bank account. And they're taking that money to pay their people. And when they take money out of the bank account, that, that increases the volatility that a bank has because the bank has to make sure that they keep that money covered a certain way. They have to keep a certain percentage of money in the bank overnight. And to do this, they go to the Federal Reserve to get the money because nobody else is willing to give it to them now. That's because the money is drying up, right? So that makes it very, very difficult for you if you're trying to sell. If you're trying to buy, you know, it's very difficult because you may have entered into a contract where you've agreed to purchase a property. And now there might be problems on the back end. You know, be aware when you're trying to sell your property, if you've got a contingency, you know, a lot of people out there right now are selling their property on a contingency. Meaning that I'll, I'll sell my home to you if I find a property that I like. Well, guess what? A lot of people are taking their homes off the market. They're canceling their listings. They're expiring and not re-signing. The amount of new listings coming on the market is starting to decrease. Oh, it's true. Oh, it's true. There's still people going out there and buying up properties. There's still people out there right now, even today, buying property. But the amount of property available for sale is rapidly shrinking. And the amount of people who are willing to go through those contracts and close is starting to diminish. When those homes come back on the market, they don't necessarily sell. Many times they get canceled and they just don't get put back on the market again. What does this mean to you? Well, if you're trying to buy, there's going to be decreased inventory. And if you're trying to sell, there's going to be fewer buyers which means it's incredibly difficult for you to get both buying and selling done at a premium price. Point number four. This is most probably one of the most important things you can do, right? Point number four, how to price a house during a recession. Now, I'm going to quote the article here. I'm going to quote Fiona Petrie, who's the executive vice president and managing director uh, over there. And she says that uh, during a recession, the reason a house might not sell has usually to do with the inflated price. Quote, sellers need to be realistic on what the value of their home is and need to be need to put their home to the closest projected price as possible, she says. If the home is, it will sell. Okay. Now, I just want to say something. This is, I think, probably the most obvious thing you could probably say because it doesn't really matter honestly in a recession or in the height of a boom price is critical oh sure when the market's flying off the shelves like it was two months ago okay you could be a little bit more picky about your price you could be a little bit you know a little bit stickier and i get it but guess what that market is gone. And the faster that you accept this reality, the faster you're going to save money. 
I'm sorry. That's just the hard truth. And I got no dog in this fight. I'm not trying to list your home. I'm not trying to sell you a home. I'm trying to spit you the God's honest truth that I've learned over 23 years and foreclosing on hundreds of Tucsonans. I'm trying to save you some trouble here, okay? I'm trying to save you from the, the facts that you're going to lose a lot of money if you start screwing around with your price. Now, here's what I mean by screwing around with your price. You see, a lot of people think that when you're trying to figure out your going rate or your value or whatever, you need to get really technical and scientific about it. No, not at all. Not at all. You don't have to. Let me show you how to do this very simply. Okay. I've sold hundreds of homes here in Tucson. You can check my MLS record. My MLS number is 8552. That is an incredibly old number. All right, I've been in this town in this multiple listing service for over 20 years. So check my record if you if you doubt what I'm trying to say, all right? But here's a simple way to figure out your price, okay? First, if you have your home on the market now and you want to figure out your price, what is your activity level? What is your activity level? That's all you have to ask yourself. What is my activity level on my listing? Is my property getting a lot of showings, a lot of activity? Now, here's what I mean by a lot. Now, let me quantify that for you. A lot means in 30 days, you've got 5, 10, 15 showings. And maybe even a low offer. One or two low offers. Well, my friend, you are about 5% off your price, maybe seven. This is, you know, this is done by, you know, you can go back and go to the Realtors, uh, National Association of Realtors study. They did a study on this. Uh, you can go to NAR.com, find this information. But in short, suffice it to say, if after 30 days in a, in a sufficient market, after being exposed on the MLS, you don't have a full price, uh, you, don't, you don't have an offer within four, three, four percent of your, of your sales price. Well, then, but you're getting some offers, you're getting some traffic. Well, then you're probably about 5 to 7% off of your asking price. So simply reduce your price 5 to 7%, have it exposed with a realtor who has it on the MLS with normal programs, and you're going to have a fairly decent offer within 30 to 45 days. If, on the other hand, you're on the market 30 to 45 days, you have very few showings, almost no showings, you're not getting any offers whatsoever. And your property is on the Tucson Multiple Listing Service. Now, remember, folks, that's a key. If it's on the Tucson Multiple Listing Service, exposed to thousands of multiple listing service agents, I do not care. I don't care how crappy your agent is. I don't care if they just graduated Hogan School of Real Estate from Tucson and, and, and they literally got licensed an hour ago and they put it on the multiple listing service and they waited 30 to 45 days. If your home does not have a contract, it's not your agent's fault unless they priced it for you. <laughs> then maybe you could say that, right? But honestly, folks, if your home's on the Tucson multiple listing service and you're not getting any offers, it's not because your agent's not doing the job, it's because the price is wrong. Your price is wrong. You need to adjust your price 10% down at the minimum. 
maybe even 12. If you're not getting any offers, you're not getting any showings, you're not getting anyone through the home, and you've had it on the multiple listing service for 30 days, it's not your agent's fault. It's the price's fault. Don't believe me? Okay, then, then try this for yourself. Take $500 of your own money, not your agent's money, of your money. Go down to the Tucson Newspapers Incorporated and tell them you'd like to spend $500 worth of advertising and you'd like to buy a full price, a full page ad on any day they want, that'll, your $500 will do it, and, 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 and buy yourself a full page ad. Take all the pictures you want. Show all Tucson, all your property, with your price. And I guarantee you, you could put it on the New York Times. You could put it on the blimp outside the Super Bowl. It's not going to sell because people aren't stupid. Okay? They're not stupid. They are not going to come in from California with hundreds of thousands of dollars, look at Tucson, look at your home, and say, gosh, what a bargain, and pay you cash. That will not happen. Period. End of story. I don't know how to put it any purer than that. Why? Because people aren't stupid. They weren't stupid 20 years ago when I started. They weren't stupid 15 years ago when the internet, the internet got crazy. They weren't stupid 10 years ago when the market crashed. They aren't stupid today. <laughs> they just don't overspend. Finally, point number five. Make the home move in ready. Oh boy, this is a big one, folks. During or before a recession, Look, cash straps buyers, they don't care. They're going to buy whatever they can get. They're going to be happy to get it. But bless God, you watch. This market is going to change. There's going to be more homes coming on the market. When this coronavirus thing passes, okay? Mark my words. You heard it today, March 17th, 2020. In two months, three months, whenever this coronavirus thing passes... The people who have been thinking about putting their home on the market are going to flood the home market like, like, a, like a tsunami. There's going to be a virtual tsunami of homes flooding the Tucson Multiple Listing Service. When all this is said and done, all the people who took their home off the market because they were scared about an infection or concerned about you know a loved one or maybe they were just wanting to take a break. When this is all over in the next few months and people start going to the restaurants again and they start going to their gym and they start spending money, they're going to start putting their homes on the market and they're going to expect buyers to pay the prices that they were paying in March. And guess what? It's not going to happen. You're not going to get your price. You're not going to get those conditions. I'm sorry. This is not January and February of 2020. This is March. And now we have coronavirus and a possible recession. And if you want to sell your house, you're going to have to start making a few fundamental changes about the way you've approached this market in the past 10 years. In the past 10 years, you didn't have to repair things. Okay, people bought your homes. They didn't care. 
In the past 10 years, you could ask any price you wanted, even if your home was a piece of junk, and people would pay it simply because it was in the neighborhood and the interest rates were low and they could get what they wanted, etc., etc., etc. But in the market in 2020, in the real estate market we have today, that market in Tucson is over. It's over. And it's not coming back anytime soon. If you don't need to sell your home, please, please keep it off the market. Honestly, you're doing yourself a favor if you keep your home off the market. Don't test the market because you're just, honestly, you're just wasting your own time and you're going to have people traipsing through your house and eventually it just makes your house look like it's worth less. If you put your home on the multiple listing service at some unrealistic price and you're not willing to do any repairs and it looks terrible and you spend 180 days on the market at some unrealistic price, guess what? You're not going to be putting your home back on the multiple listing service for the foreseeable future at that price or any higher for the, for the foreseeable future. It will not happen. And let me tell you why. Because people on the multiple listing service have the ability to go back and look at the history. If they saw that your home was on the market for $200,000 for six months and it didn't sell and it's only worth 150, but you wanted to be greedy. Well, guess what? You're not going to, when the market repairs and, and turns around, you're not going to be able to put it back on the market at that 200 price. It's not going to be there. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, gosh, the interest rates are low and we might even go into negative interest rates. Let me tell you something about negative interest rates. Without going too far on a tangent here, if you hear somebody say they want to go into a negative interest rate land, then run. Run and hide. Because the entire banking system that we have in America and the world, frankly, is based on the concept of interest. The reason why you know Japan and Germany and some of these other countries, a couple countries, are able to do negative interest rates are because they are basing their entire monetary policy off the American dollar and the American's dollar ability to gain interest. If you change that and you make it to where you cannot gain interest on the American dollar and instead of the bank paying you interest for letting them have your money, you have to pay them. Well, guess what? That's going to change a whole lot of things in the American financial system and you don't want to have that kind of change. Look, guys, I really appreciate you listening to me rant and rave on this coronavirus day. And I'll bring these podcasts to you as best as I can to give you some advice and, and help. As, but, but honestly, folks, to be truthful with you, you really do need to consider this. If you have an unwanted property that you need to sell, now's the time to sell it. Sell it before it gets too much worse. If you don't have a, a property that you need to sell, well, then great. Take your home off the market. Take your home off the market. If you don't need to sell, take your home off the market. Just stop, okay? Stop advertising it. Stop putting it in the paper. If you don't need to sell, take it off the market because it's not going to help the market at all. Listen, guys, I really appreciate you listening to me. Check out carlbuyshouses.com for more helpful information. Check out my podcast for more insights and opinion. And as always, I hope you have a powerful sales day. Take care.